ओम ज्ञानचि निरंधस्य ज्ञानंजन शलाकाय चक्षुर्मीलितं येन तस्मै श्री गुरुवे नमः I'm going to speak in a response to some queries sent to me again uh, the issues are somewhat polemic and controversial we'd like to speak only on uh, what you might call direct krishna consciousness but it's also required to make the atmosphere in which we can peacefully speak on krishna conscious topics to uh create that as atmosphere i don't know if in this kali yuga there ever will be such peace <laughs> even within vaishnav society uh we also see that when krishna was in the world he didn't have a very peaceful existence even when he was living in the village of vrindavan there was always some fight going on either some demons or even among his own people his own pure devotees there was often some quarrel misunderstanding of course that's all ananda chinnaya rasa pratibha oh, that's all pure bliss but uh krishna himself is a very uh polemic controversial kind of person so i i suspect if we were to be devotees of rama then things might be more orderly and peaceful because rama is a more orderly and peaceful person than krishna anyway to get to the subject specific subject here i've been asked about proper behaviors one of my disciples asking me in relation to a god brother of mine who's a leading member of of our movement a, a guru and gbc member over some philosophical come behavioral issues um and the disciple is wondering if it's proper for him to bring these points up the point is that the uh guru or the, the god brother of mine in in regularly in public uh speaks on uh, intimately well i don't know how intimate but anyway pastimes of radha and krishna and uh chants repeatedly radhe radhe all these kind of things so um the disciple of mine is asking is it correct for me to bring this up with him uh that this is not what we Shila Prabhat wanted please don't do that here is there not some egoism on my part um my reply is that this should be brought up there may be some egoism on our part in in discharging our duties but that doesn't mean that the duty shouldn't be discharged uh if we're only if if we're using prabhupad's instructions uh or in the name of <clears throat> wanting to implement shiva prabhupad's instructions we're simply acting on the egoistic platform of course that's not proper but if 
we sincerely want to uh, institute what Srila Prabhupada has given and in doing so our some traces of our residual egoism manifest well that's uh, that's not very good but it's also understandable and that's as we learn from Bhagavad Gita one should uh, discharge one's duty even if there is some fault in doing so of course then comes the question whose duty is it to do this well um, actually it's the duty of all followers of Srila Prabhupada to know what he instructed and to follow that and there is a mystique about those who are direct disciples of Srila Prabhupada and especially those who are initiating but actually every member of this movement has uh, a right and a duty to uh, speak or demand that we want things to be done in the way that Srila Prabhupada said the Preferably the GPC should uh, stipulate standards that Srila Prabhupada and, and, and give clear guidelines to the movement. There's some indication of that going on, but uh, in the meantime there are many uh, other things going on and uh, leadership or, or direction is given by... Uh, individual leaders, whoever they may be. It's not necessarily gurus, maybe Tamil presidents or just any charismatic individual who has an idea to preach Krishna conscious or spread Krishna conscious in various ways. So we find a lot of variety in our movement that isn't necessarily bad, but the, the point is that Srila uh, Prabhupada did give certain very specific guidelines on certain topics and like I say every devotee in this movement has uh, a right to say that we, we want that uh, in our temples and our gatherings we should do things the way that Srila uh, Prabhupada prescribed if he gave some specific instructions. Just like for instance there's one instruction of Srila Prabhupada which isn't very well known um, that it's in one letter of Srila Prabhupada that in the temple room the only instruments that should be used are Madanga and Kartels which means not even harmonium. So that's not very well known but uh, if we do know it then we should follow it. If the Prabhupada specified such a point, we want to be followers of Srila Prabhupada, then we should follow that. Uh, and in fact, uh, you know, all devotees, they, they, they should demand from the leaders that, that uh, if you're not, if you're doing something which is clearly outside the parameters or specific instructions given by Srila Prabhupada, that we we came to this movement. We want we want to follow Prabhupada. Not you may have your idea and this and that and all right, but 
We want to follow Prabhupada. This is Srila Prabhupada's movement. Like I said, there is a certain mystique about direct disciples of Srila Prabhupada. Uh, maybe we have to wait until all the disciples of Prabhupada have passed away and then, and then, <laughs> then the, uh, whoever's left, they may, they may at some point get together and say, hey, we want, let, let's do things the Prabhupada way. They may be able to do it at that point, uh, seeing as in the present generations there are so many you know, Sahajya and Mayavad and Karmi ideas and practices and mundane psychology and all kinds of things being introduced. Uh, maybe there'll be a, gra- a grassroots revolution at some point and say, hey, let's, let's do things the way Prabhupada wants. This is this is what we really want. So we're hoping for that day. In the meantime, um, to point these things out is a bit touchy, as I've been experiencing recently, because uh, philosophical issues are there, but people they are connected with individuals, and uh, I mean there are certain individuals who, for instance. Uh, talk a lot about the pastimes of Radha and Krishna in their classes, although Srila Prabhupada never did that. And he, he intimated that we also shouldn't do that. If you have, if you have that tendency, if you're so much advanced, that's very nice, but I'm sure Srila Prabhupada was more advanced than you, and he didn't. So he gave what we, he gave what we needed, uh, so even if you are so very advanced, then share it privately with your advanced friends. But in the, don't bring it to the, the uh, to the public level. Speak Bhagavad Gita philosophy as Srila Prabhupada always did. Uh, in his books, he gave the pastimes of Radha and Krishna. Uh, so if we want to introduce uh, things on a very high or intimate level. We should, as Prabhupada did, we should, uh, as Prabhupada said, then we should do that in a certain company. It's not that the pastimes of Radha and Krishna are banned, but we have to see the eligibility of people also. Uh, maybe we need 99% Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam first nine cantos philosophy, and then occasionally a little uh, of that of the higher topics. Otherwise, the tendency is there to be misunderstood, which Srila Prabhupada often said. Similarly, uh, everyone in this movement, this is, after all, supposed to be Srila Prabhupada's movement, should know that Srila Prabhupada didn't introduce, didn't personally practice, and didn't recommend the chanting of Radhe, 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 like this. So then, why should we do that? Everyone should be encouraged to chant the names of Radha, as much as possible, but in the way that Srila Prabhupada taught us, in the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra, which Srila Prabhupada always emphasized. Srila Prabhupada, who is our link to Radha and Krishna, he taught us that the Hare Krishna Mantra is a prayer to Radha and Krishna to be engaged in their service. And he didn't uh, encourage or approve the chanting of Radhe, 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 and all. So, uh, we should uh, have 
faith that if we follow the practice and precept of Srila Prabhupada, that Srila Prabhupada will give us everything that we need. We, we sing that daily, that Jai Pure Sarva Asha, all our desires will be fulfilled by his mercy, all the spiritual desires that we have. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, maybe in future we can come to a point where where the devotees will uh, say, "Hey, look, let's let's get back. Let's let's be on the line that Prabhupada gave us." That uh, there are all kinds of things, you know. Like we've heard, for instance, that some sannyasis have uh, large funds in their own personal bank accounts, and obviously, that's not what sannyas is meant to be for. It's, 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 uh, I also have a personal bank account, but I don't keep much in there. I need something for traveling around here and there, and that's what it's for. How much is in there now? Do you know? 20,000? 30,000 rupees I have at the moment. Uh, so, but amassing large sums of money and de- of course large sums of money can be used for Krishna but it's, it, it sets a it sets a bad precedent if, if it's kept in a personal account and then, then it, like this it, it gener- at, at best we could say it generates suspicion uh, so uh like this, in all respects, we should uh, follow Srila Prabhupada. What exactly that means, of course, people will interpret some things in different ways. But, like I say, there are certain things which Srila uh, Prabhupada gave, which are very clear. Which, If it's clear, then we should just follow that. that that's all. Uh, we don't need to add anything new. Uh, we are very safe if we follow what Srila Prabhupada said. Uh, in the case, of what do you do if there's a senior who's introducing these things? Well, I wouldn't make it a, I wouldn't make it a personal issue. Uh, or to, I mean, it becomes a personal issue if it's just you and him. I mean, I'm, now, uh, as is well known, I'm not the most diplomatic person myself. But um, if you are in a Vaishnav community or a temple, then uh, in the absence of worldwide GBC policies on various topics, then local temple authorities or community authorities can set their local standards. They can make their kirtan standards, like, for instance, uh, which, which should be clearly based on Srila Prabhupada's kirtan standards. For instance, that we we chant mostly the Hare Krishna mantra. We don't chant uh, Radhe Radhe Radhe. It may be occasional, on Radhashtami, something like that. But but even then, I don't see that Srila Prabhupada... We don't have any record, even on Radhashtami, Srila Prabhupada chanting Radhe Radhe Radhe. So, better to chant the names of Radha by chanting the Hare Krishna mantra. So, standards should be set. that The lectures should be like this, and then people, the, the kirtan should be like this, 
should it, it can come from the uh, temple president or temple authorities or whatever it is, if it's a congregational group, the leadership, and that should be the standard for everyone and should be based, these are Prabhupada's instructions, uh, this is why we're having this, and this can be just shown to everyone who comes in, and the standard applies for everyone, and it doesn't become a, a it doesn't become something like, well, you're doing this against my guru, but no, it's just we want to follow Prabhupada's instructions. If someone isn't doing that, well, it's not something against him, it's something for him. He can get in the line uh, that Srila Prabhupada gave us. And if someone doesn't want to, if Prabhupada's clear instructions are there and we don't want to follow, well, there's something very seriously wrong there. So that's my suggestion on this point. Hare Krishna. You want to say something? Yeah. I mean, these kind of discussions can go on and on, like I said. You know, I don't know how many thousands of hours have gone in discussing these things. It's like, you know, we're going through some dark ages or something like that. But we're hoping for the golden age to come again. Like I say, it may, it may not, we may have to wait until all of Prabhupada's disciples have passed away and then all in the absence, maybe some more charismatic figures with all kinds of wonderful ideas, different to those of Prabhupada, will come up. But uh, it, it may be that we have to wait. And uh, I, I don't know why it's allowed or encouraged in our movement that leaders, they uh, or anyone, they. They regularly talk on very esoteric topics and don't get up in the morning for Mongolati. Of course, nowadays they mostly have an excuse because they're getting older and health problems. But even previously, you know, it, it looks very uh, imbalanced to me as someone you never see them before seven o'clock in the morning and then they come and talk on some very high topics. It's, it's something very you know, double strange there. Strange squared. Hmm. And then if you add, you know, like very opulent personal living, then it becomes strange cubed. <laughs> yeah, what do you want to say? Rupa Goswami and Jeeva Goswami, yes. huh? They've written, Rupa Goswami and previous, they've written commentaries on very high topics. Yeah, that's true. Is it not for Kali Yoga people? It's for very advanced devotees. They weren't printed and distributed by Lal Bihari and company. For the, so, or, or that you walk into an Iskon temple and the first book you see is the pastimes of Radharani, and everyone wants to buy it. <laughs> hmm? In Mangalore, someone brought the book, The Pastimes of Radharani, and what did I do? Oh. 
He wanted me to sign it, a book about the pastimes of Radharani. And what did I do? He told him he shouldn't read it. He should told him he should read Bhagavad Gita. I should have confiscated the book, but he, just a completely new person, so he couldn't have understood that. You know, people come completely new, and immediately they get all this. It's violence on their spiritual lives. Then they're never going to understand the, the basic things. It's the, is that it's some something like uh, you know you say okay we want to make uh, we want to make you into an Einstein so immediately you start teaching all esoteric atomic you know relativity theory they can't understand a thing you want to make them an Einstein first of all teach them two plus two equals four go step by step you can't artificially bump someone up to that level they'll just they may mouth all that, you know, someone will, someone will say E equals MC squared, they haven't got a clue what it means. So in the same way, people will talk about, you know, Krishna's pulling the clothes of the gopis and all these things. They have no idea, no idea even about the basic teachings of Bhagavad We often see that actually, you know, people they'll be talking about all these past tense. They don't have a clue what the basic teachings of Bhagavad Gita are. I know that Prabhupada won't be pleased with that. So, Rupa Goswami, yes, he wrote very elevated books. So, you become elevated by the step-by-step process. And then you can... We're not saying that, that these books are banned. No, they are our uh, worshipable uh, prayojana, ultimate goal of life. But... Uh, like I say, I already said that, that when you, you're actually advanced, then you, uh, you discuss it among those you have to discuss, or in that circle. It's, it's not meant for public discussion. We don't find that, that, uh, Rupa Goswami went out and preached about all these things. Actually, in Bengal, Orissa, Manipur, Manipur, they, they, there were, there were like this, they, like Raslila dramas, like that we'll find Rasikananda organized that. But by the time of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he perceived that the, the pure culture that was surrounding that had been lost. And that in the name of, uh, songs about Radha and Krishna, it was just a, it was just an excuse for promiscuity, sexual promiscuity. So then he uh, he, he made a ch- he uh, called for a ch- change in the direction of the sampradaya, the emphasis of the public emphasis of the sampradaya. And Bhaktisthan Saraswati brought that in strongly. So we should follow. You should see first of all if, if who's actually fit for that, and don't go among neophytes and, and people who are, you know, they. they on one hand, we say the uh, we want to speak on the higher levels. On the other hand, we don't emphasize the four regulated principles, and. You know, we're very soft on the principles and, you know, don't say anything to householders and uh, we don't want to get on the case of householders, but uh, 
it may be that many of the householders in our movement are not very strictly following one of the principles in particular. Guess which one? So, uh, okay, we're not going to hammer you on the head for that, but at the same time, considering the uh, reality of that, then why are we going to speak on the, the pastimes of Radha and Krishna? Speak on sense control within Krishna consciousness, as Krishna did in Bhagavad Gita. That's more realistic, isn't it? That's to actually help people advance in their spiritual life. What are we interested in? We want to help people advance. Why are we coming and speaking? We want to help people make practical advancement or we just I don't know, have a circus or something, have a show or what's going on. So these are some general principles and at the same time we have to be very careful not to make offences. We shouldn't think if someone's doing something which is outside the scope of Prabhupada's teachings that that he's totally bogus in every respect and we also don't want to waste our life on the internet flame wars and all these kind of things that's why I uh, I'm trying to just like say these things and establish some principle uh, I may be somewhat crude in my way of saying it I still didn't get that art of speaking very Pleasingly, I don't know how to say things that are basically displeasing to others in a pleasing way. Um, but we we should be careful about Vaishnava Parad. Recently, uh, I was involved in some issue in which, uh, in a manner that was widely seen as inappropriate, I uh, criticized someone and even though uh, I still feel that the, the criticism was in it was valid uh, the fact that it's, uh, some devotees or many devotees felt very hurt by that criticism and then I, I feel that I made some uh, offense in doing so so we know the pastime or the that is recorded in Bhakti Ratnaka of Rupa Goswami in in deep in meditation he saw some uh, pastime of Radha and Krishna some humorous pastime in which he he was laughing he laughed externally he laughed because internally he was seeing some joyful or humorous pastime of Radha and Krishna but it just happened that some devotee was present who was uh, physically deformed he just happened to be there who was nothing like on the stature of Rupa Goswami but he, he misunderstood that Rupa Goswami was laughing at him for his physical deformity and he felt offended by that so even Rupa Goswami had absolutely no intention to offend him whatsoever because he felt because that devotee felt offended uh, Rupa that's recorded in Bhakti Ratnaka that Rupa Goswami then he couldn't enter into the past sense of Radha and Krishna it became lost to him and he, 
he wondered why that was so and then he found out and then that became clear. So we have to be, it's a very fine line because we have to be uh, careful of making offences devotees. At the same time, we don't want to offend Srila Prabhupada by, <laughs> by just disobeying his instructions. So, you know, where's the greatest offence? To, to tolerate all kinds of things uh, which are not pleasing to Srila Prabhupada because we don't want to offend others. You know, we're, we're, it's like <laughs> if you, you, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you, if you don't kind of thing. But, uh, but if we are sincere in our intentions to serve the mission of Srila Prabhupada then uh, certainly Srila Prabhupada will help us uh, yeah, it's it's a very touchy thing. We have to be very careful not to offend Vaishnavas. On the other hand, uh, we don't want to, in, in the name of just unity and diversity, we just we just have all kinds of wild things going on. So, uh, like I say, of course there is diversity. Srila Prabhupada himself uh, gave this formula of unity and diversity. So there is room for diversity, but when Srila Prabhupada has given very clear guidelines, every, I mean everyone in our movement knows that Prabhupada didn't approve of the Radhe Radhe chanting. Isn't it? Uh, I think they should know. Maybe they don't. I, pr- I propose that everyone read all of Prabhupada's books and listen to his lectures. That would really make a lot of difference to our movement because a lot of devotees are not doing that and they really don't have much link with Prabhupada. The main link is, especially after Prabhupada has left our uh, physical presence, is the main link is by his instructions, which he left in his books. So if we read that, we'll, we'll imbibe the, the mood of Srila Prabhupada. But again, that we should take our Prabhupada straight and not not mix it with like academic understanding and all this. So we find sometimes in the the, uh, the courses that are given, they're, they're based on some kind of uh, Monday schooling. And there's, we should start talking about it, there's no end. I mean, Prabhupada clearly said <laughs> that we're not going to have the government syllabus in our schools. But nowadays in our schools, there's, there's hardly any schools in this school which don't have government syllabi. So, uh, what happened? Did Prabhupada get it wrong or what? Oh, well, we got it wrong. Uh, uh, I don't think that Prabhupada got it wrong. <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, yeah, we have to be careful. I, where to draw the line, I don't know. I'm probably drawing it too far one way, and you know which way that is. Uh, on the other hand, if no one is saying anything, well, someone has to say something. So, we're in, I'm reminded of the example of Ramanuja, and I, of course I'm, I'm not fit to be, uh, you know, even within a million miles of a speck of dust that is touched by the feet of Ramanuja Acharya, 
but he took the mantra from Goshti Purna, his guru, and who told and who refused to give it to him. Seventeen times he refused to give it to the most the most qualified disciple he could that Ramanuj is more qualified than Goshti Purna, although he would never think like that. Uh, then 17 times he refused to give it to him. Then he gave it to him and said, but you must never tell this mantra to anyone else. And just on the way back to Kanchi, immediately Ramanuja told, announced this mantra publicly to everyone. And the Guru said, well, you know, you're going to go to hell for that. He said, okay, you're telling this mantra. He said, yeah, I'll go to hell. But everyone else will get, uh, everyone else will go to Narayana. So, Prabhupada also said, I'm, I'm willing to go to hell for the sake of Lord Chaitanya. He said, I, he said, I may initiate very easily. I wish I will. So, Hare Krishna. Yeah, I've made some offenses and I, I'll, I'll have to suffer for that. Krishna won't protect me. It's, we've heard. Maybe the Vaishnavas may, some Vaishnavas may be kind on me. We have to be careful. The Vaishnavas are kind. They are kind by nature. Having said all that, uh, it's important to put all of this into perspective. It's not that I'm saying it shouldn't be misunderstood that I'm saying that all the leaders or all the sannyasis or all the proper disciples are misled or misleading. I'm not saying that we should all respect all the great devotees who have dedicated their lives for spreading the glories of the holy name all over the world. But at the same time, when there are uh, serious discrepancies, they should be recognized and dealt with uh, in a Vaishnava manner. Dealing with them in a Vaishnava manner doesn't mean not dealing with them, uh, but respectfully. There will be differences of opinion. They can be somewhat uh, contentious, but we cannot... uh, suspend our power of discrimination as Srila Prabhupada writes in the Srimad Bhagavatam Prabhupada. When Draupadi wanted to spare Ashvatthama, Srila Prabhupada writes in the Prabhupada that one should just to be nice or good, I'm paraphrasing here, one should not 